Hi family, it's me again. You know, most of the time, I'm, I hate to be serious. You know, I just want to be me. You know, hi guys, how are you? You know, I'm just hoping that everyone is okay. So me on my side, what I have been doing, okay, it's been long weekend, uh, starting from Thursday. So here in South Africa, we are celebrating Youth Day. So it has been a long weekend and yeah, it has been... You know, those kind of days whereby you're just relaxing, you know, you just, I don't know, you just think about you, you know, you're just being selfish, you know, and it's all about you, you know, it's all about, you know, spending time with God and just reflecting on, on the week, really, on the week, you know, and um, just be you, be selfish about your time and be selfish about God's time. You know, I know it's very difficult, you know, as for me, you know, it has been so difficult you know because it's never easy you know i don't want to pretend that i'm that person you know who's got it all together no i'm not that person who's got it all together because it's a process even in me it's a learning process you know each and every time because there are challenges there are difficult times in my life whereby you know i'll be like i, I can't me you know i just don't want to spend time with god there are those times you know and you know i love my father because he will keep on reminding you of purpose he will keep on reminding you of uh, the things that you have um achieved you know up to so far and for me i will keep on thinking that you know i don't want to be that person anymore i don't want to go back to those patterns and habits anymore because i know where it's gonna lead me i know the pain i know you know um the confusion uh the suffering i know that so i don't want to go back you know so each and every time i'm thinking about that and when i think of where grace has um has took me from you know that is the whole reason for me to just you know wake up from that sleep and say you know what devil is a liar i am going forward and i am still here about my father's business and nothing but so what are you are busy about right now are you still busy about yourself no please you got to change let it be about your father and he will align each and everything about your life he will be there strengthening you in your weakness and he will be there just uh, reminding you of who you are whom he has chosen you to be you know he will wake you up he will heal you he will come for you you know i love my father for that one good reason that he always comes for me he always comes through for me you know what kind of love is that what kind of love is that he always comes for me you know i'm becoming so emotional when i think about that he always come for me regardless where i am you know regardless you know what is happening in my life regardless he always shows up for me and he always come for me i like that about him i love that about him he always come for me and i want him to continue to come for me so um i don't know about you right now um you know my prayer is that um may god locate you wherever you are or may the holy spirit locate you wherever you are you know grace um when it speaks you know remember the woman who was caught in adultery grace did not find her maybe preaching the word of god or worshiping god grace found him when he was deep in sin 
that's where grace found and that's where grace found most of us that is why we are testifying of the power that is in the name of god that is why we are testifying of the power that is in the name of jesus because when grace found us we thought we were broken forever we thought we will never make it in this life we thought we already written our days and we already said it was over but when grace came into our lives it gave us a life it spoke life unto us and it says this is your chance this is your opportunity this is a time that is offered to you right now to make things right how do we make things right by being in Christ and when grace spoke to that woman it says go and sin no more because remember that woman she felt that this is the end this is my end i cannot come out of this i cannot reason my way out of this but when grace spoke because remember when grace is locating you you don't have to say anything because really what is it that you can say there's nothing that you can say but grace will still speak and it will give you it will afford you a life so you need to lose something in order to gain something and what is it that you are gaining you are gaining Christ you know so for paul says to live is in Christ and to die is gain so may we live in him may we be so present in him that we forget about anything you know may we be so present in him that you know um you know um in the week someone shared something so special to me and she was saying that you know you see a vase and a flower <laughs> so there's a vase and a flower so really really we are the flower So the vase is just this uh, a flesh it is covering the flower that is inside but most of the time what we do we take care of the flower too much you know sometimes i think that we we believe i don't know if ever i can i don't know we believe that we were called in this world to fulfill our physical desires right the bible says do not store up your treasures on earth where moth you know where thieves can come and steal but store your wealth or store your treasure up in heaven where no moth no thieves they can't even reach right so but we take care of the vase more than we take care of the flower so the flower is busy there it is dying mm. the flower is perishing we cannot even see its beauty we cannot see even its color because it is busy and slowly dying because we are busy painting we are busy taking care we are busy making beautiful the vase so what about the flower what about the flower you know uh, that verse it just reminds me of i shared this with you the last time right it just remind me of galatian um 5 right Uh, let us read from verse 22 it say but the spirit produces love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness humility and self control those are the fruits of the spirit so this uh if ever you can just uh you know the love and joy the peace this is this is what you get when you are in Christ this is who you are when you are in Christ this is the fruits when you are in Christ but you know what most of us we have lost so much 
of that. We have even lost the image, the true image of God. We have allowed the world to defile everything that is beautiful that God has given unto us. That is why most of the time I will say that God does not demand or does not ask which we cannot give. God always asks which we can give because he knows that we are capable of doing that. Even in his commandments, when he commands that we should love one another as we love ourselves, he knows that we are capable of loving one another because that is what he has uh, um, given unto us. Because remember, we are in his likeness and in his image, but we are allowing the world, we are allowing, maybe it's at our experiences, we are allowing everything to defile the beauty that is in us. That is why I'm saying the flower is dying. The flower is perishing day by day because you are not feeding it with the right food. You are not. Each and every time you are uh, 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 denying it, right? You are denying this flower. It fruits, you know, and remember there's only one thing that can make it so beautiful. You know, if ever you can give it that water, that will give it life. And that water is Christ, our Lord Jesus Christ. So the flower is dying today. The flower, it has lost its vitality. It has lost its beauty. It has lost its spark. It has lost its shine. It has lost its colors. It has lost its vibrancy. It has lost its health. Because you are busy starving that flower. You are busy being the person that you are not supposed to be. You know, we are busy filling it up with so much and it is slowly dying. It is slowly crying out for help inside of us. Why don't we think of the flower this morning? Can we really, can we think of the flower this morning? Can we stop giving the attention to the vase? Because the vase is going to die, it's going to perish on its own, right? But let us give much attention to the flower this morning. You know, feed the flower. You know, there are so beautiful things that God has given unto us. But how do you feed the flower? You are giving it life by being in Christ so that God can come and restore you. God can come and heal you because remember, he is the vine, you are the branch. So he knows what needs to be or he knows what he needs to do so that the flower can come back alive again. But you, you need to give yourself to God. You need to surrender to God so that he can heal you, so that he can, even from our past traumas, even from our past pain, because remember those things, they are killing the flower, the anger, the resentment, the grudges that we hold, you know, the words that we speak. There's so many things that we do. So right now, we cannot even be gentle. We cannot even be kind. We cannot even be. We can't because we have killed so many things or we are killing this flower by being which is not or we are not yielding to its fruits, right? So that at the end of the day, we can be able, the fruits can be able to manifest into the physical, right? So right now we are so even afraid to speak to you. We can't even speak to you. You know, we are walking around eggshells because of you, because we need to accommodate your moods. So you, you sometimes we can just realize that some things are not from God, really. Some things we have created them because, like I said, of where we have been through in life. 
because of our experiences, because of our pain, because of our traumas, because of where we have been through, because how people have treated us, because how people have said to us, or how people have really rejected us in our lives. So we have built this world that prohibits us to be who God wants us to be. But really, at the end of the day, the flower is slowly dying. The flower is slowly diminishing. It just needs you to step into your position of obedience. Hallelujah. So this morning, it is my uh, topic. Um, the uh, <laughs> your position of obedience, right? Yeah, this is my topic for today. So um, remember, I am preaching, right? I am preaching, you know, wherever. Um, so I was just sharing this message when I was traveling on the bus. And I, I shared this message. Uh, it was from the book of um, uh, Ephesians 6 verse 12. So it says, For we are not fighting against the human beings, but against the wicked spiritual forces in the heavenly world, the rulers, authorities, the cosmic powers of this dark age. So put on the armor now, then when the evil day comes, you will be able to resist the enemy's attacks. And after fighting to the end, you will still hold your ground. So here the Bible says, we are not fighting against flesh and blood. But most of the time, we people, we like to fight flesh and blood. So that is why my topic this morning is your position of obedience. Whereby there are some things that in our capability, in our powers, we cannot win. There are some battles that are not for us to fight. Or maybe there are some battles that we are not in a good position to fight them. That is why you see people getting angry, people getting stressed, you know, people they are getting frustrated, and people they are disowning their families, even they are disowning their own children because of frustration. You know, they will say, but how many times have I been talking to this person? You know, I keep talking the same thing and the same thing to this person. And sometimes you need to realize that some things are more spiritual than physical. Some of the things or some of the battles that we want to fight and we want to win, they are not in our power because they are more physical and um, more than they are more, I mean, spiritual more than physical. Remember where we come from, you know, we come from the generational cases, we come from um, the patterns in our families, you know, the everything that has been going on in our family. You see, this one, uh, the, the, the family of thieves, for example. So the grandfather from the from the forefathers from whatever it is, people has been stealing or people have been killing people, people have been lying. There's so many things that are happening in our families or that had happened in our family and it's still a trend in our family. So how do you fight that? You can't fight that physically. Remember, we have a father. You what you need to do, you just need to step into your position of obedience. Let me just read for you um, from the book of Jeremiah 7, right? I don't know if ever you are relating to what I'm saying, but um, for me, I'm just saying that, you know, sometimes when we fight people, we, we are not solving anything really. 
we are not even making the dec- um, I mean um, the problem to go away or we are not even making things easy but we are making things more harder because on your side like I said you are going to be angry you're gonna be filled with these emotions because we like to fight with our emotions we like to use our feelings you know to fight that is why at the end of the day i'm saying you will end up being frustrated you'll end up being exhausted and you'll end up being tired so how many times have you been repeating the same thing or maybe saying the same thing over and over to the same person yes they will change for that few seconds for that few minutes but then again they're gonna do the same thing that you were telling them not to do over and over again you see so that is why i'm saying some things are more spiritual than uh than physical so um what you need to do really it is you to step into your position of obedience so that god can start addressing those problems in your life so that god can come and address all the anger all the everything that you went through in your life you know there's something that i'm realizing or i know about my father you know when i started being in god it was about me you know, it was about me healing because really, I don't know what was the journey is going to be like. Right. So it was about me healing. You know, I remember, you know, me and my friends, you know, we were just talking to God, you know, crying to God, shouting to God and everything when we started this whole journey. So it was really about us. It was about repairing me. It was about healing me because remember, I have done so many things in my life and I realized that, oh my goodness, mm -mm, here I can't anymore. I really can't because my way is not working out anyway. I end up doing the same mistake and I don't have even self-control to uh, be able to control my emotions and control my, 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 my feelings. You know, I don't have that gentleness anymore. I don't have that kindness anymore. I don't have that joy. I don't have that peace. And most importantly, I did not even have patience with people. I did not have patience to wait on God. I did not have patience, you know, to be able to deal with people's moods or people's attitude or, or people. I did not have that. You know, you see, there are people like that you see people they can't deal with people you know whenever they see people they get mad all of a sudden have you ever met a person whereby they just met people for the first time or they met you for the first time but they don't like you there are those people so what happened we have lost that because of our own things or of our own uh, um, whatever that we have been going through that's why i'm saying when i come to god you know the flower was dead i'm sure I'm sure it was dead. <laughs> it was dead. Because that's why I'm saying I lost self-control. I lost my joy, my peace. I lost patience. I lost my gentleness. Oh my goodness. And I did not know how to get them back. I did not know. I've tried reading books. You know, I tried motivational books. I've tried doing this and that. I've tried so many things, but I saw that I can't. I can't still. These things I don't have. Maybe I will think that I have one of them. Maybe it will be a momentary joy for that time only. You know, oh God, English, English, (laughs) momentary peace at that time only. It won't last long. It will only last a second. It will only last for maybe a day or two. But remember, there has to be something that's sustaining that peace. And after that thing has gone or whatever, then I'm going back to my old self because we want momentary things in this world 
We want things that we will lose maybe after whatever. You know, in the meantime, when I'm at peace right now, it's okay, right? In the meantime, when I'm happy right now, it's okay. But what is it that is making me happy? You know, maybe money is making me happy, but once money is gone, I'm no longer happy. You see, or maybe finding a new person, being in a relationship, you know, it is making me happy. But after that person is gone, or maybe they start changing or they treat me otherwise, then that happiness is gone. You know, or maybe I've got my children, you know, they have given me peace but you know what you know okay my, our, our kids they do give us peace right but then again the bible says we need to put god first in everything that we do because that is the everlasting peace because that is why i'm saying when our children they start misbehaving they start doing peace uh, this and that we are that peace you know it is just gone our families they treat us otherwise the peace is gone so what i'm saying is that if ever we are going to place our our, our peace our, our our joy and everything in things that fades in things that are momentary eventually it will end eventually that thing it, it won't be there anymore so may we stop feeding our flower with something that are momentary with something that will just fade in time may we store Okay, sorry, may we be able to give it food that will last for eternity, that will last forever, which is found in Jesus Christ. Because like I said, let me go back. He is the vine. We are the branches, the provision. It comes from him, right? The health, the life, it comes from him. So the flower needs that kind that will last forever for eternity. So that is why when I go back into my life and I'm like, okay, God, I have lost these things in my life and I did not know how to get it back. It was about me and me and me and me and me. You know, surprisingly, you know, throughout this process, throughout this journey, God was beginning to show me some bits and pieces that I was leaving behind and it was my family. Oh my goodness. And he's be like, Asuki, you can't heal alone. That's what I love about God. He's not a selfish God. He says, Suki, you are not alone in this. Whatever the joy that you are coming, uh, that, that you are finding, the peace that you are finding, I know the flower is just becoming, you know, it is coming to life right now, you know? <laughs> so you need to go back to God. You need to go back home and fix so that they can find the joy that you have found. You can find that happiness that you have found. Oh, you know, it was the challenge for me. And I'm like, okay, God, you are sending me back home. And he did that. And I was so obedient. You see, your position of obedience. And I was so obedient because most of the time we fight each other. We will be fighting each other about nothing really. But right now, God was aligning things in my life. He was not aligning only for me in my personal space, in my personal life. He was aligning even in my family. And I go, I went back. I went to home. I called a meeting and I was speaking to them. I spoke to them because God does not heal only one side. But there are some other things whereby, yes, God will say, go and speak to your family. But there are other things God will heal. The one that you don't have authority over or that one that you have no power over. God will come and address those situations once you step into your position of obedience. So that's all we need, family. We need to step in our position of obedience so that God himself can start to heal. God himself can start to be God and do what he is capable and what do what he is mightily for. He is mighty. He is beautiful. He is forever God. 
you know i don't know people who don't believe in god i don't know guys you are missing so much you're not missing so much of him but you are missing so much of yourself as well you are missing so much of your beauty you know like i said remember what i said from the beginning i said when i started this journey let us go to galatians 5 i did not have self-control because whatever comes and goes i will be there i was like a candle in the wind yeah or a paper you know that is thrown by the wind everywhere i did not have self-control i did i was not happy everything for me that gave me happiness for that time i will go for it you see i did not have no whether i'm hungry whether i'm filled i was not satisfied whether i'm hungry or whether i'm not i was not satisfied at the end of the day you know but right now the holy spirit or me moving into my uh, position of obedience god healed me from even the things that i never thought i will heal from you know each and every time me each and every time you know when i'm having a conversation with my father i will always reflect i will always go back and there are <laughs> i love my father i love god so much and there are those moments you know there are the things that i've forgotten you know the, oh god there are things that you know, you know god will just show you that suki i was there even when you are when you were five years old suki i was there even when you were 11 years old so i remember you know when i was growing up you know i was going through a lot in my life guys so there were those moments where i would just talk just just talk not really praying not really talking to god but i would just have my moments alone and i would just talk and talk and talk whatever you know to this day god keep on reminding me of the things that i said there are things that i said out of anger out of you know i was filled with so many so 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 much emotions and pain and grief and so many things depression i was going through a lot at that time and there are so many things that i said to god or i said to myself when i was just speaking to myself because i was speaking to myself a lot of the time like imaginary kind of friend thing type of thing i i used to have that you know i would speak to myself i would speak to <laughs> <laughs> and you know god had healed me from so much guys he had healed me and um the, uh, today you know or sometimes now when i'm just uh, having conversation with my father he will always go back and remind you so you remember you said this and i'm like god really you, you remind me some things guys i even forgotten about and remember those times i was not even praying you know every time i go to my father and i'm like Okay, Father, but I was not praying at that time. I was just, uh, uh, what, is it renting and ravings, things like that, yeah. Ah, English, ne? Yeah. And I'm like, you remember that? And now, because I've forgotten about some of the things, and I will just remember, and I'm like, oh my God, yes, I said this. Father, you were there? You know, it, <laughs> it, it always hits me. And I'm like, you were there, serious? You were listening to my conversation? Like you've been there all my life. You know, you know, it, it's just so emotional. And I'm like, Father, you've been there all my life. Because I thought you were not there at that time. So I always believed that I was going through my emotions, my depression, my pain alone. But you were there. Like, how could you? Like, you remind me of things I said. I remember there was a time when I said that um, I don't want to die like an ordinary person. I always want to, you know, I, 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 what is the reason for Suki to be existing in this world if ever Suki will just die like that and do nothing to impact, do nothing, you know, to, you know, to serve, you know, in, in, in this lifetime that God has given unto, unto me. And, you know, God reminded me of that conversation I was having with him. And I'm like, oh, my father, no, no, really? And there are so many things, guys. That is why I'm saying I made peace with some of the scars that I had, that this is a scar, it will never heal. I mean, you know, sometimes we do that. 
we make peace with our scars and when we have God who can turn you know this other woman says God can turn your scars into stars we have a father who can turn those scars into stars you don't have to make peace with a scar but we do that i did that i made peace with my scars and i'm like they will be forever there but god came into my life and i said and he said uh uh-uh, uh that, that is not I, i i i did not create you with those scars oh i did not give you those scars so me again god i'm going to come into your life and remove those scars permanently Oh my goodness that's what he did. He removed those scars permanently in my life. And now I have gentleness but I am working. I am a work in process, right? <laughs> I don't want to own up to it like 100% but I am so appreciating God right now. I am so glad of my father right now. I am so glad that even the scars that I thought they were permanent in my body in my heart in my you know you name them you name the places the hidden places in me god knew how to locate them god knew where each and every scar was god knew how to heal each and every scar god knew the kind of bandage the kind of ointment god knew the kind of stitch they needed he knew that and i thought that they were permanent in my life but he came and he did some stitches there and there put some ointment there and there and when i looked at that scar it was no longer there but because me i'm the one who put it there permanently but when god came into my life he just made that scar disappear and in my body when i look at my body right now where the scar was i see star shining where the scar was i see beauty where the scar was i see joy where the scar was i see things that i've never or i never believed that i can see about my life anymore remember that flower that's perishing remember that flower the flower is perishing because of the scar that we have put permanently on that flower so it is time for now that god come and heal that flower you know those petals are so gentle right they don't need any harshness they don't need any words that will kill them they don't need your anger they don't need anything they don't need you to be hard but they need patience because god has still have that when are you don't right god still have patient you know to come and just gentle with his gentleness with his love. Oh God, I love God so much. You know, he just come and just make everything beautiful. Again, he restored everything to its beauty. So the scar on that flower, the only one who will come with that bandage, with that gentleness, with that patience to heal it, to make it beautiful, to make it right again, to make it sparkle again, to make it shine again so that it can be able to serve the God purpose so that it can be able to be happy, you know, and jump up and down again in the sun. Oh my goodness, it is God. We need God in our lives, God. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I'm having a moment right now with with the Holy Spirit. Thank you Holy Spirit. Thank you God. I'm just having a moment right now and I'm just thanking God. I'm thanking God. I'm thanking God. Oh my goodness, I don't know what to say. All right. Yeah. So that is what we need. We just need to step into the uh, position of um of obedience so that God can come and heal. God can come and make everything all right. God can come and just put that bandit with gentleness with can because he knows that 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 flower it has been handled with roughness 
he know that that flower had been handled with such rudeness, roughness, hardness and everything. But when he come, he come with gentleness. He come with, oh my goodness, and he heals. Remember, God does not heal only you. You know, he does not really about you, but he will heal all the flowers that is in the garden, right? All the flowers that is in the garden, because that flower, which is you, it will pour out to other flowers, right? And the flowers will just begin to uh, come up alive again, you know, get there, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> Can you picture it? Can you picture that flower? Hmm? Can Because of your obedience, can you picture that flower, you know, coming out of life? It's like they're stretching in the sun. Huh? Can you picture that right now? Picture that right now. Let that, let that thing come into your mind, you know, like picture it. It's you, the flower, that you move into your position of obedience. And through your position of obedience, other flowers that are flowing from that position of obedience, other flowers, that life that is flowing out of you, the life that is flowing out of you, it causes other flowers to come alive. You know, imagine them. They are stretching out in the sun. You know, they are just coming. You know, they are just beautiful. You know, those yellow, pink, whatever colors they, they are. And your garden is becoming beautiful again, vibrant again, healthy again, full of life again. That is what is happening when we move into our position of obedience, right? Oh, my goodness. So yeah, may we move into our position of obedience. All right. Okay, so isn't God beautiful, guys? Isn't he something else? Isn't he a wonder on his own? Isn't he mighty? Isn't he so beautiful? May we bring honor unto the name of God, you know. May we worship him in truth and in spirit, you know. May we testify of the good things that he had done in our lives. You know, I know people, you know, I know, I, you know, there's this culture whereby of, of, of a testimony whereby I don't know they, they want to see things that are tangible you know when you come with a car when you come with I don't know they, they, that's when they believe that oh, your God is really God but now God is doing something so amazing you know God wants to heal the inner person yes you're gonna have that car but you are still broken yes you're gonna have that more money but you are still broken Yes, you're going to live in luxurious cars, luxurious houses, you name them. You can travel over the world, you know, in so many dest destinations you are going to, you know, but you are still broken. The flower is perishing. And, you know, I, I know some things that they cover that flower or they cover the flower so beautifully. It, 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 makes, them, it makes it seem as if the flower is not really perishing or the flower is happy, but in truth, the flower is not happy. If ever you have lost all of this joy, peace, gentleness, gentleness, gentleness. You know, I love that. Kindness. Hmm? Self-control. If ever you have lost those things, know that the flower does not serve its purpose anymore. So the flower is busy perishing because you are giving attention to the vase. You know, while you are, you know, that, that is the thing, that is, that is what I'm talking about, that we are giving more attention to the verse than to the flower. Okay, let us go to the book of Jeremiah. I just want to share this book, Jeremiah 7. 
verse 23 you know i've you know remember you know each and every time when god speaks he speaks to me as well he does not speak unto you you know everything that the bible really is speaking it is something that we are going through you know the bible relates to each and every situation that we are going through or to who we are or where we come from and who we have become right now the bible speaks about that and god the only thing that god wants he wants to restore us back to his image and back to his likeness he just wants that he wants us you know so that we can you know you know just imagine if ever we can just go back you know all of us in the world if ever we can be in his image in his kindness you know I, i'm you know when i'm thinking out loud I'm, i'm like you know god we will have the same experiences as people from the old testament whereby god was showing up they will see god not see really see you know you know what i mean okay but they will hear the voice of god so wouldn't it be like that Mm, I'm, I'm just saying i'm just thinking out loud help me you know me i'm like that you know i i always think out outside the box i take the bible and i'm like putting it outside of the box and i'm like okay god <laughs> and i'm having a nice conversation with god each and every time so let us go to jeremiah 7 uh, verse 23 okay i found it so it just says that but i gave them his I, but I gave them this command obey me and I will be your god and you will be my people walk in all the ways that I command you that it may go well with you right that it may go well with you but they did not listen or pay attention instead they followed the stubborn inclination of their evil hearts they went backward and not forward mm. that's what we do most of the time we don't listen we listen to the stubbornness in our hearts right we never listen but god is saying that may we live or obey all the commandments that he has given unto us so that it may be well within us and not only within us but it may be well with our families it may be well with our children it may be well with our lives you know like i said god does not he he is not a selfish god He heals the entire generation. He restores the entire generation. So right now, may we be who God has purposed us to be in our lives. You know, may we move into our position of obedience so that it may be well within us. May we move into our position of obedience. You know, when we move into our position of obedience is when we start to obey God, is when we start to move closer to God, is when we have made him our pillar, is when we make him our Lord and Savior, is when we make him God that you are king, Father, you are the Lord, you are all that I need in this world. You know, when we move into our position is whereby we live by the principles that God had laid or had given given unto us and his uh, uh, commandments that's who we are we need to move into that position of obedience so that god can make everything well in our lives and within you and he can come and heal the scars that are what are, 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 are making the flower to perish so don't you want that 
don't you want to go back you know and be you know you know we have lost so much of ourselves to the point that we even forgotten who we are we even forgotten how we look like we even forgot we cannot even identify ourselves in the mirror because we have lost so much of ourselves you know money has come and camouflaged everything you know everything that is luxurious everything that is seeable everything that you know that is tangible in our lives it has come and camouflage you know everything that who 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 we really are but money has defined you right money has defined you everything else the luxurious life that you are living has defined you but at the end of the day who god says you are you need to be that person you need to be that person behind because behind all that there will always be brokenness behind all that there will always be you depressed behind all that there will always be you unhappy behind all that there will always be you yearning for something that you don't even know when how to get it it's always like that that is why sometimes we feed this with maybe drugs we feed this maybe with uh, alcohol we feed this yeni maybe with um with so many things you know we feed it with so many things because there is that thing that is inside of each and every one of us that is yearning for something more so nothing can feed it nothing can fill it no amount of money no amount of luxury no amount of whatever that can feed that void inside of us because behind that behind everything that thing will still cry out that thing will still cry out that is why i'm saying when it comes is the truth that is inside of us is the truth that speaks inside of us is the pureness and the truth that is crying out inside of us but we want to uh 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 deem that voice with so many things in this world maybe drugs maybe whatever you know so many of us we have things that we do to uh uh to feed you know i don't know we make it into some kind of a habit we make it into some kind of um of of a leg that will be able to fill it with something if ever is not dragged by using high is alcohol if ever is not alcohol maybe it's sex if ever is not sex it is something violent is something vile sorry it is something vile it's something evil that you are going to do to depress or oppress that voice right so that you don't uh 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 recognize or because it will always speak unto you and it, when it speaks it wants you to face your demons it wants you to face the truth it wants you to leave this facade you know that you have you know it, it wants you to, to to be open to god you know it wants you to just be where god wants you to be because most of us we don't want to hear that truth we or we don't want to hear that truth that is why we always oppress the voice and it will be like a habit it will be like a disorder that i'm having it will be like this thing that i'm having inside of me that needs me to take this you know to be whatever to be whatever is a habit that we are growing from that a a longing you know that longing is it's it's something it longs for something that no one can give you in this world no amount of money can really feel that but only god can when you start moving into your position of obedience 
you allow God to come and speak into your life and situation. You allow God to come address some situation that you are not or you don't even know how to address them. You allow God to come and heal. You allow God to come and restore you. You allow God to come and put you back together again. You allow God to come and be who he is or who he wants to, who he wants to be in your life so that it may be well with you. It may be well with your family. It may be well within your your generation. So may we move into that position of obedience so that each and every scar, God can turn it into a star. Let us not put this makeup and make it as if we got it together. Let us stop put this makeup and make it as if we are happy. Let us stop put this makeup and, and make it as if everything is well whereas nothing is going well in our lives. But we need God. So this morning is a reflection, really, that um, we need God in our lives. And do not allow the flower to perish. Do not allow it. Step into your position of obedience so that the scars that are weighing down on that flower, God can come and with his gentleness, with his patience, with his love, and heal it over and over again so family oh god without adding or subtracting anything to the word of god you know i know nowadays i'm so afraid of low shading guys because when it hits i i lose all my messages or all the <laughs> i lose my message so I, I don't want that so um that is why right now i just want to be so limited in time and i can just be able to you know to just deliver the word uh, the way god has just spoken unto me you know so yeah bear with me we will be all right you know but as long as the word of God is being preached, the message of God is being sent out. That is the most beautiful thing. I mean, the most important thing, right? So family, you know, everything that I have taught uh, today, and I'm teaching even myself as well. May we take it today. May you not allow the flower to perish. The scars that are laying down or the, the, the scars that are weighing down on the flower. Remember the scars? You know, some of them you thought that they will never be removed. But let me tell you this morning, they will be removed. Every scar that is weighing down on that flower, it will be removed once you step into your position of obedience so thank you family for listening thank you you know i missed you so much you know ah <laughs> you know someone said to me suki why don't you start a youtube you know start a youtube oh god channel and i'm like ah, oh, i'm not ready to show my face yet <laughs> i am not ready to show my face guys <laughs> But you know what? It is coming soon. It is coming soon. I will let you know about it. You know, it is coming soon. My YouTube. And you know what? I'm going to go by the same um, title or is it name, right? A purpose. I am purpose everywhere. You know, I am purpose here. I am purpose. I'm going to be purpose on my YouTube channel. So YouTube channel. So watch out for that. It is coming very soon. And I'm so uh, scared really because I don't want to show my face <laughs> okay so I, I'm so um, I'm, I'm happy you know I'm so excited about it so yeah so yeah very soon you're gonna see me Hold on. Oh, okay this person who's been talking who's been talking there she is so yeah and I'm just so uh, blessed you know I'm mightily blessed to to have my father to be with my father me and my father you know I'm just you know oh okay something that I wanted to share with you quickly you know I I 
I'm above 100 messages. You know, I have preached over 100 messages, over 100. You know, it was a shocker to me. And I'm like, oh my God, over 100. I don't know. I'm on 105, 103, but it's all by the grace of God. And you know, I am so grateful that even today I'm saying each and every one of the message from the beginning till now it has been holy spirit breath i have never taught anything out of my own understanding out of my knowledge i have never i always say to god go before me preach your word because i don't want to steal uh-uh. i don't want to deceive you i don't want to manipulate you i don't want to take away from you because remember if i'm gonna speak my own thing i'm taking away from you I'm taking away that vitality. I'm taking away that health. I'm taking away that life. I'm taking away that provision that God is giving unto you. So I'm not going to do that because I will be like the devil. I would have came here to steal and to destroy and to kill. But that is not my mandate, right? That is not my mandate. When, when God spoke his word unto me, ah, I was like, God, oh, 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 oh. me, like the, the whole me, you want me to do that. You know, God spoke his word unto me. And each and every time, that is the way that governs me. That is the way that really reminds me of who I am. And it reminds me of the position that I am in right now. That word is my position. That word is my rock. That word is my foundation. That work, That word is my word. It's my sword of the spirit. And I live by that word. So I can never derail from that word. Because if I derail from that word, that means I am derailing from my purpose right so i don't want that each and every word it is breathed through holy spirit so that when he said my vo- my word it will never become to me void it means like that so if ever i want to preach my word that means it won't serve purpose because it is mine it comes from me right so i'm not going to i'm not going to be like that so me and my father we have been working together you know we have been in this journey together and i am so grateful okay over 100 messages people it's because of him you know i cannot be consistent without god i can, i couldn't be in my power i couldn't be so i'm owing all to god i give glory unto god and i'm honoring him you know for being with me for being with me in this journey it throughout me being consistent in his word it is me you know because i moved into my position you know if ever i can't share the word of god without spending time with him without being in him because i need to feed off from him i need to he needs to be the one uh filling the vessel right so i'm just so grateful family yes more than 100 messages that I've been sharing and it is all for you from God's mouth, my mouth to your to, to your heart right and even to my heart as well right because I'm just a vessel but the flower it's listening the flower it is growing God is busy you know just repairing the flower and making it beautiful again so may he repair you may you allow him that opportunity to make the flower beautiful again stop paying attention to the verse it is not important what's important is the flower so that it can gain its gentleness right oh its patience everything that is beautiful that god has just given unto it you know may you embrace that flower may you uh, start feeding that flower by being in christ and moving into your position of obedience so that other flowers can be able 
your, your, the, that, that, that uh, uh, health, uh, life, vitality, provision, everything, it can be able to flow to other flowers. Move into your position of obedience with Christ in Christ, right? So thank you from family for listening. I can't wait for my YouTube channel coming very soon. And yeah, <laughs> so thank you family for listening. My name is Suki and I am all about my father's business. It has not changed. It will never change. So stay blessed until next Sunday. Stay blessed. <laughs>